Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, the podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and pop culture. Hi, I'm Will. Hi, I'm Rob. Hi, I'm Joe. And I am Rob's son, Josh. Welcome, everyone, to Parenting Without Getting Up. We are on episode 12. So uh, I think we, I'm it's kind of a, bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of nice to see, see those double digits. Mm-hmm. So preteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for those of you paying attention may have noticed we have an extra special guest with us. We actually have two co- uh, guest hosts with us. Uh, our regular co-host, Josh, uh, is still out. Neighbor Josh, we'll call him, is still out of the country for his, he's traveling for work. And so we've asked uh, my friend Joe, he was here last week and he's come back this week again and to sit in. And we also are uh, joined by Rob's youngest son, Josh. So we are still, we still have a Josh on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's, uh, it should be a podcast with three dads and one son, I suppose, this mm-hmm. week. But <laughs> anyway, so... We're glad you have decided to join us, and we're um, hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, yeah, it's been oh, first of all, guys, I have some exciting news. We actually got a review, a five star review on Apple Podcasts, so I thought I'd share that with you. I was really excited. Uh, this comes from MT Chica. So MT Chica wrote, "My new favorite podcast. These guys are super funny and entertaining." Love hearing the stories about family and dads, as well as their quirky, nerdy humor. <laughs> what a great family-oriented group. So I thought that was really cool. Made me feel pretty good. So if uh, I, I'll go ahead and give our uh, social media contact information now. If, if you guys want to write in or if you want to write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast service you use, uh, that'd be great. We'd like to, like to hear it. Or you, I, alternatively, you could write us at... Uh, PWGU podcast at gmail.com, or you could reach us on Twitter at PWGU podcast. So, got that out of the way. But <laughs> Thanks, MT Chica. Yeah, I thought it was really exciting. So, uh, I've, we've heard from, we heard from, a, I think one early on, we had a review too. So, this is our second one. So, anyway, but pretty cool. So, uh, what's up, guys? What did you do this week? Anything? Let's, Josh, since you're... Let's start with you. Did you do anything exciting this week? What did you do this week, Josh? Can't really think of anything really exciting. I just mostly mm. spend, spend the day at home, spend the week at home uh, with my mom. So, yeah. that was nice. A new show came on Netflix that we've been watching. So, like a third season came on. So, that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a... It's like a... It's originally made in... Uh, it's a Spanish-made show. They made uh, and so they had to like do dubbed over oh, in yeah, English and stuff. Okay. So it's actually pretty good. It's pretty funny because you can notice there's only like probably five people who are actually in the English dubbed cast. So a lot of people sound exactly the same because oh. it's the same <laughs> yeah. person. So they're just doing voices yeah, for different characters. Exactly. They could be having a conversation. You're just like, is this person still talking? But it's like, no. It's like <laughs> it's, it's totally different character. What's it called? It's called Money Heist, but it has a different. It's like. Uh, it's another name for the Spanish version. I don't know yeah. the name of that one, but it's uh, Money Heist. An English, English one, yeah. Heist. Mm-hmm. Is it like a comedy or action? What it's is an it? action uh, bank robbery show. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. But you and your mom have been watching that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw your mom, yes. Oh, I saw you mm-hmm. yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. We went to a mutual friend's house and hung out. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Joe, how about you? What did you do this week? 
Um, I just got back yesterday from going to Eastern Oregon and camping for two days in the middle of the Columbia. Well, not in the Columbia River, but <laughs> in the middle of the, the houseboat. In no. the houseboat, no, no. Uh, in the gorge at Memelu State Park, um, and just reminding myself why the gorge is not where I want to be in the middle of summertime. I think the slowest the wind was at was 20 miles an hour. Uh, it was super pretty, though. It was beautiful if you didn't mind standing at an angle so you didn't blow over. Oh, it's just super, literally windy. Oh, yeah. It was 20 miles an hour sustained, and then gusts were up to 35. Or so. Wow. So, um, but then we finished the way to my parents' house and spent a couple of days there and just kind of reminding my my parents don't live in town. They live on 20 acres, about seven miles out of town. And then went over and saw my oldest brother and, and his family, which his oldest son actually works for the Department of Forestry as a firefighter for them. Wow. And the other two are ones that are going to be a freshman. The other one, will, um, I believe, a seventh grader. But go over to their house and um, my son goes out with his older son and they're shooting bow and arrows in their back in his backyard, BB guns, because they're actually out about seven or eight miles outside of town. They're out where they can do that. Yeah. So I was kind of remembering, huh, this is what it's like to be over here. Where that's that's no what it like, really, was like when you grew up. When right? I grew up, yeah. yeah. Like you just drove just a short period of time and you were out of town and you could pretty much do anything you want. No one was going to say anything <laughs> to you. So um, but that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. I definitely want to do the, that. That's yeah. why I see those holes in the in the road signs <laughs> on the snow. <laughs> Okay. Not Shot, at all. Shotgun holes. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, well, cool. Uh, well. <laughs> Not for me, at least. Watch yeah. out. Rob, how about you? Did you have a good week? Yeah. I got Friday night, we got to go see a play with your sister and my son and his yeah. mom. Shakespeare yeah. in the Park. You mm-hmm. attended it with them. They were I- not in it. No, they yeah. weren't in it, but we had <laughs> right. got to go see it with them. Mm-hmm. You said with my sister, I think. You meant your sister, my wife. Your sister? My sister, your yeah. wife. Uh, yeah. Oh, my god. Anyway, I think, I think he's... I might have missed her, but I think you said with your sister. Ouch. And I'm like, my sister's a long way away from here. I don't know. I don't think she would have come all the way down for Shakespeare in the Park for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, that's pretty cool. She came all the way down for outdoor movies at your place. For, yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, that yeah. was... Quite a while ago. Yeah, but yeah. And she, she, I got to uh, go out with my cousin for a cousin reunion, and yeah. we went to the art fair, and then we came to your place and watched you install your gas fireplace outside, and you, yeah. and nothing blew up. Finally. It well, was so inc- it, so nice. There was, was only the one small explosion, but well, we figured well, out. Well, it was just a tiny so. little flare-up, but it was yeah. pretty cool. Well, when you told me you were going to do that, I was looking this direction, you know. I was 200 <laughs> and some miles away. I was expecting a yeah. smoke signal or something. <laughs> <to see laughs> some mushroom cloud. Mushroom some sort. cloud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Will. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we did. We, I, I'm, like, I'm like so close to finishing off the patio. The only thing I really have left to do is cut a few pavers, just odds and ends here and there. And I hate doing that. It's such a mess. And it's really, uh, man, it's just there's dust everywhere. And you end up just inhaling that stuff. It gets in your hair. And it's just horrible, horrible cutting those paving stones. But um, so that's all I really have left to do. I have to make a little house for my propane tank, too. That's the, that's about it. The way that you have it set up so the, the fire ring is right in front of the patio with the pavers. Yeah. To me, it reminds me of summer camp, and that patio with pavers looks like a stage. Oh, yeah. So I told my sister, who's my also wife. your yeah. wife, right, 
who's also a Girl Scout camp staffer. Like I was a Boy Scout camp staffer. Yeah. And all I could see was a great place for skits for summer camp. A little stage. We a could, little stage for skits. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, it's not a huge patio. It's like seven feet by 11, but it's big enough for a little bench and a couple chairs. And I got to say the bench and chairs are ones that we inherited from your parents because they got new patio furniture. So they gave us this stuff and it's just wood. But it's I mean, it's not young. I mean, it's not I mean, we've had it for a while and and your parents had it for quite a while before that. So it's good, sturdy stuff. And Andrea, um, she decided she was going to paint it to kind of, you know, breathe a little new life into it for the new patio. And she came home with a paint can with this was like really super, super bright turquoise color. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she said, no, it'll be fine. Just trust me. So she painted them and they look great. I mean, they really do. And then the boys and I went out and got some just kind of like little throw pillows to go on them. And they're the ones we got are kind of a kind of a lime green color and a peachy orange color. And it looks that you combine that with some cannas and banana plants and things like that that we have kind of you know in pots around there and it looks very tropical it looks like something you know you, you like a caribbean uh What's the a resort yeah, yeah like a caribbean resort sort of a thing so it's pretty cool and then you add the fire pit to that it was really nice we had that that was what saturday night that we went out that we were out there with you and then sunday after getting home from visiting friends uh last night i actually went out and uh, sat out just by myself and it was really cool because it takes me a good 10 15 minutes to get a fire going and sometimes i just want to go sit out for 10 or 15 minutes and i don't want to sit out there build a fire and then extinguish the thing because i want to go inside right away so um it's nice to have the gas just turn the turn the propane on and throw a match in there or use a lighter and and you can just it's instantaneous and, and it's really cool so Very good. yeah it's nice it's a nice little spot in our backyard so, and I, it was funny today at work, I took some pictures, uh, over the weekend and I, after we kind of got it all done and sort of staged and set up with the plants and the, and the furniture and everything. And I showed some pictures of people at work and they were like, wow, it looks like it should be in better homes and gardens. And I said, yeah, but I was very strategic about it. What angle I took, <laughs> took the pictures because you turn the camera like about 15 degrees and you just see my crummy yard out there with the weeds and the dandelions and everything else. But if you can catch it from just the right angle, it looks really good. So mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, that's make your own reality with that, you know, but that, yeah, make your own reality. Right. That's right. You just, mm-hmm. I can share just what I want to share. I don't have to share mm-hmm. the rest of the crummy yard in the picture, but, mm-hmm. but that was kind of fun, but it felt really good to get that. Get that going, that propane uh, hose in the tank and all that. That Man, that the fittings took me forever to figure out. It just wasn't working, and so I had to play with it for quite a while. And yeah, and that Saturday night when we had guests, you and your cousin over here, uh, we were going to watch a backyard movie, and I worked so long on that stupid propane tank, uh, tank thing, and I finally got it going, and by that time I was like, I'm too exhausted to set up the projector, so <laughs> we're just going to enjoy the fire, and that's what we're going to do tonight, so... But it was pretty cool. But it was good to have you guys over and and it was a lot uh, of fun. her family, her husband and and kid were in in uh, England visiting his mom. I guess right. She's not. She's getting up there, not doing so well. So it was good. She had some time on her own and came came down to visit. So that was pretty cool. Anyway, so uh, 
this week I thought we've already kind of broached the subject a couple of times already, but I thought we'd talk about outdoors today and kids, you know, get, enjoying the outdoors and instilling a love of the outdoors in our kids. And so we actually have um, one of what Rob's kids is, one of Rob's kids is here. And so we thought it'd be good to kind of pick his brain and see what what he maybe experienced growing up and what Rob tried to instill. But we also have, um, uh, we can talk about kind of my experience with that growing up and with, with kids. And then also Joe has not a unique experience, but he's got, uh, he's got some additional experience. I guess, well, Rob, you have the same experience too, so I shouldn't say that. So you guys were both Boy Scouts, so I thought that was kind of cool. And uh, so, I don't know. Uh, let's start with Rob like and, and Josh. Mm-hmm. Like, Josh, what memories do you have of like when you were younger going camping and, and what do you think? Yeah, we always, uh, with our grandparents, we always did like a summer. Well, every summer we try and do some sort of camping outdoors. So it's definitely a family tradition that I've always loved. I always love going outdoors and camping and going hiking. And my dad and I do a lot of hiking stuff. We definitely enjoy that. And then he also, you know, doing trips to the beach, go to Gallucci's Pizza with like a pizza <laughs> place nearby that beach. So it's always a, whenever we go to the beach, we got to get Gallucci's and have a, have that at the at sunset. So yeah. For those of, of you in the Portland area, that's uh, Lincoln City, and that yeah, mm-hmm. we uh, that's a tradition with us. Who's Gallucci's anytime we're over there? It's mm-hmm. good pizza, and we take it to go uh-huh. yeah, to the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my yeah. dad puts up a fire. He can do it faster than ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I, I was never in the Boy Scouts. So I have an excuse. So but yeah, we just there was yeah. there's always a cool location where there's always just a log that's laying down. So we just use that. It's just a nice natural yeah. bench. So. Yeah, we're really out. fortunate where we live in the Portland area that we can, we're like an hour and a half at the most mm-hmm. from the beach, maybe two hours from the beach. And we're like an hour to an hour and a half from the mountains, really. Yeah. And so we are really fortunate that if we want the beach, it's super close. And if we want the mountains, it's even closer. So that's mm-hmm. pretty, we're fortunate. And the myriad of hiking trails and lakes nearby too. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or even closer. Yeah, there's a wide variety for sure, and it's always just a close distance away. So yeah, do you have any memories of any particular trips that you were you <laughs> camping trips? Because like, I yeah. I know I've been camp like uh-huh. like Rob, your mom will usually organize some sort of camping trip with all the all of us and like get two or three campsites and and mm-hmm. uh, so Josh, I remember mm-hmm. you like really little camping with you, and so. Um, do you have any like particular memories growing up of mm-hmm. uh, any anything specific you can remember? Yeah, I definitely remember one time. It was mostly about my brother because he had a very <laughs> very funny moment. Well, funny for us, not very much for him. But he also he one time <laughs> he was we were going down to like the 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 lake shore, and so we found this nice rock that he liked a lot, and so he put it into like a bucket, like a sand pail. Um, and put it onto his handlebar, but of course that made it unbalanced. So as he's riding, this. he fell off, and then he broke his arm. I remember yeah, that from from falling off his bike, and so carrying that special rock. <laughs> special rock. Yeah, so it was that a, was <laughs> it was a pretty big rock, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and that was definitely was a moment we all remembered. But it was like at the moment, it was like, okay, this is we need to get him help. And after you think about it, and it's like uh, you look back, and of course he'll think it's funny <laughs> now too. So yeah, and it was when we were little, so it wasn't like anything recent. But yeah, it was definitely a moment I remember 
for sure he remembers too. <laughs> Rob, I remember on one of those camping trips, my <laughs> sister and her two boys joined us. Um, she was a single mom at the time. And you taught one of my nephews how to ride a bike without training wheels. That was fun. Yeah, yeah that was all f- and, yeah, Alfonso, and got to help Charlie yeah. with that too last or two a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. yeah, Charlie, we got to do the same thing. Charlie learned how to ride without training wheels on one of those. It's pretty special to go in the parks like that and yeah, know, get the bikes out. Yeah, it's really, it's nice because it's cool. The cars go slow when they go by. It's it's a good location. Um, only problem is a lot of the roads are bumpy because of the roots from the trees. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's great. You can count how many times they go around the loops too, like. Yeah, yeah, right. I saw yeah, like because, two minutes yeah. ago. They should be coming around again, yeah. <laughs> unless they go further away. You know, but yeah. yeah. Oregon State Parks is—they're a great place to take your bikes. I mean, it's a great—that's uh, something we always try to do. But yeah, um, especially the was it Fort Stevens over it in Astoria has got tons of bike trails out to all the different uh, old forts and and all that. So it's pretty cool. Anyway. Yeah, jo, uh, Joe, Joe, how about, I almost said Josh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. yeah. Joe. Joe, what do you, like, so, I mean, you were obviously grew up outdoorsy because you kind of lived out in the yeah, country I, a bit and you I did. lived out in the sticks is what we call it. Yeah. You know, um, I was just trying to think, um, I just remember that I, I'm the youngest of three boys, and but I'm the middle of five. And so my brother that's just ahead of me, um, we call him the crazy hiker. Um, so I, through Boy Scouts, I actually had the opportunity to go with my brother and about 12 other scouts from our actual troop, which is really rare. Um, except for, I think one, I think we had one other person to go to Philmont, which is in New Mexico. It's a high adventure and it's a 50 mile hike. You go hiking around in the mountains. So it's a, it's like a camp or is it? Well, it's, it's a it's a location. Okay. Uh, there's a camp there. There's a base camp and there's a lot of training. That's actually where they do all their training now is it's a really big thing for B- um, Boy Scouts America's area. But when I went, it, they had a base camp, but then your, your patrol or group, which was no bigger than 12 to 14 people chose a route and there was Northern route, a middle route and a Southern route. And each route was a 50 miler that you did in 10 days. Oh my gosh. And, um, roughly something like that. And Mm so, you know, you go out, but one of the things I remember is that was a great experience, but it was the trainings that we had to do prior to it. And Mm. outside of Baker city is, um, Anthony lakes and the Elkhorn mountains. And one of the trainings was, is you take off from Anthony lakes and you get up on top and there's lakes in down in the mountains there that Mm. are just, um, old glacier pristine, uh, very pristine. And the adults that came with us in scouting would eat with each patrol for different meals. And the patrols had to know it. Well, at the time, my brother and I were the only ones in our patrol that went, and there was some younger scouts and the scout leaders found out what we were preparing to meal. And, I had a Dutch oven attached to the back of my... Um, if you don't know what a Dutch oven is, it's a cast iron pot with a lid that you can put mm-hmm. in the fire. Because, yeah, and yeah, what, 30 pounds? Yeah, and... Coals I, all around and coals on top, yeah, so it actually acts actually like an oven. oven yeah. yeah, so I had that, but my brother brought um, 
four different cast iron skillets. It's, you were packing. We were these? packing these in. Oh my it was gosh. a it was a um, three day hike um, in and around these lakes, and we'd camp at two different lakes and come back out over the three days. And um, we brought steak and spaghetti and sauce and. Um, so we ate like we were eating at home and we just packed it all in and I'm a, a larger guy. And so carrying 75, 80, 90 pound packs wasn't a big deal to me. Wow. And my brother who might be a little bit more skinny or smaller than me, but he's a very strong person. His pack, I think we weighed it over a hundred pounds <laughs> and, cow. um, and we were packing it in. I mean, we had to pack everything <laughs> in water um, all of our food, all of our camping, everything, right? And I didn't think anything of it because my brother's like going, Ugh, try to pick up my pack. And so I, I couldn't pick it up. I was like, okay, mine's lying to my brother, so I'm, I guess I'm doing fine. And then it wasn't until later on I realized all the adults were not going to the other patrols to eat. They kept coming over to us because we were having <laughs> steak and having all this good food. And um, so that's that's kind of a memory I had there. And um, I still give my brother a hard time about him making me pack a, a Dutch oven and all this stuff. And he, and he <laughs> goes, but classic. mine was, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And he goes, mine was just as um, heavy as yours or more, you know, and stuff. But, you know, it was one of our training hikes. And yeah. we had to have, I think, five or six which were multiple night hikes to be prepared for that adventure and we took two years to prepare for it um and it just happened that this was one that my son my my brother and i went on and the rest of the people went on some other ones that we couldn't go on and so there was just kind of things so yeah so i have some really good memories some really <laughs> mm-hmm. ones that are sometimes not appropriate to say on air um <laughs> memories you know but um yeah, so I grew up very much in the outdoors. I so um, I should mention that Joe, you are our cub master for our local Cub Scout pack here. With that, both of my boys are in, or you, and your boys, yes. in. and you, in fact, you talked about your boy last last yeah. time, and so and uh, my younger son Charlie and I mentioned your kid are are good friends, and that's part of one of the one of the places that they really get to hang out and socialize in Cub Scouts. But and you are. Um, do a great job as a Cub Scout master and kind of oversee a lot of that. Um, but I, when I was a kid, I was never in Cub Scouts, but our church had something kind of like, I mean, it was like Cub Scouts. It was basically a ripoff of Cub Scouts, uh, Boy Scouts. But um, my dad, uh, we had this one guy who was kind of in charge of the older kids. And then my dad kind of, because my brother and I were younger, he agreed, he kind of, you know, uh, was in charge of us, you know, led our group. And it was really, I think, just my brother, me, and maybe one other kid, I think. And so my dad wanted to plan a back, an overnight backpacking trip. And and the point was, was to teach us kids, you know, how to backpack, how to carry, you know, pack light, carry, you know, only what you need. And, uh, and you know, together everybody carries... A little bit different stuff. One person might carry the tent. One person might carry, uh, you know, some of the food. You know, you split up, you divvied up some of the stuff that you ended up using together. And so he had this great idea to this backpacking trip up uh, a trail up on Mount Hood, and it's it's only like a three mile hike up, but it's a good. It's a has steep ish places, but there's a really nice pristine lake up at the top. 
and uh, he was looking forward to taking us kids up there. The main leader of this little Cub Scout or pack backpack or um, uh, Boy Scout type organization. I won't give his name. I'm going to call him uh, John just because I don't want to use his real name. He was an odd guy. First of all, he used to light fires with gasoline when we were camping. Oh I mean, this is not the thing you want to teach kids, <laughs> no. I don't think. But he got wind of my dad planning this little backpacking trip. And originally, it was just going to be my dad and like three of us kids um, to get, you know, that was going to be it. This small group going up there, low impact. Um, this guy, John, decided, no, we should take the whole group up there. And we'll make it a we'll make it a, a big trip. And so he, they packed a deer cart, which is a, a cart. It's got two handles on each end. If you don't know, I mean I don't hunt, but it, I just learned what it was through this through this um, ex- experience. But then it's got like one wheel right in the middle, and the idea is you could put a deer carcass on it and you could wheel it out. He decided we were taking Coleman stoves, um, like mega mega tents, these huge tents, all of this stuff. That was not, this was not backpacking. But so he loaded like all this stuff onto this deer cart and he was going to, his idea was to take it up the trail. And we got started in kind of the late afternoon because it's a short hike. It's three miles. It's not that long. And we got up, you know, partway up the trail, like a half mile or maybe, maybe a mile, something like that. And we come to an area where he can't get the deer cart past (laughs) and it's just too much stuff. And so it's getting late. So I remember my dad, my brother, and me pitching our little pup tent, and we slept in the pup tent next to the deer cart, like right on the trail, to to you know to kind of guard it in the middle of the night, while the two, this main leader and the other guy, the help guy, you know, would would carry stuff up, come down, make another trip, go back up, you know, to the <laughs> camp, and so that's how they got everything up there. And it was just, and so my they- dad was just kind of scratching his head, like you know. This was supposed to be all about packing light and, you know, real backpacking. And it turned into this big kind of a circus. Mm-hmm. So well, you, they learned a lesson, hopefully. Yeah. I think the kids nice just learned contrast. how to start fire with gasoline. I think that's all the kids <laughs> <have>. <laughs> but, but anyway, that's, yeah. So that's one of the memories I have, especially camping with my dad outside of like our normal family camping trips. But that was crazy. And Rob, I remember going on a backpacking trip with your dad, you and your dad. Um, actually, it was right after he had cancer surgery and he was still kind of recovering. And this was kind of, if I remember right, he was kind of saying this was something he wanted to do to kind of prove, you know, prove himself and mm-hmm. and kind of a challenge for him. And he wanted to do this. So we, um, we had my wife, we drove up to the top of a trail and so we could hike all downhill and uh, it was, if I remember right, it's like a 13, 14 mile trail. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we. He fared very and well. He did really, of, really well. Yeah. I remember, I think it's his last backpacking trip. That was, the, yeah, the last yeah. time. Yeah. And I just remember uh, we camped like halfway down. There's a nice camp. There's nice camp spots that are like right on the creek. And this is a, a trail with um, that runs uh, right along the creek. It's a really popular trail. Uh, kind of in the Columbia River Gorge, but and it's like waterfall after it's just waterfall, mm, it's waterfall, beautiful. really beautiful. But um, so the spot where the creek is really super wide, and you could wade out in the middle of the creek and not even really get your feet wet. It's just so shallow and really pretty. But I remember sitting there after we reached the camp, 
and just looking over. It was already dark by the time we were setting up. And <laughs> Rob, I think both you and your dad had your backpacks, like like every all the entire contents of your backpack, like strewn out all over. And I still had that picture of you, I think. And it, it totally reminded me of like <laughs> like a raccoon, you know, yep. like they got into a backpack. Worst. Yeah, but it was I, great. It was really that I, was a good trip. It was a good trip. Yeah. Yeah, and then. And then Andrea, my wife, your sister, even like hiked up partway to meet us along the way and ended up carrying your, your dad's pack for mm-hmm. him for the last couple miles, I think. So she met us at a waypoint, and that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. a really nice trip. That was a really... I also... Do you remember getting stung by bees? We were walking by. There was just a fern right a, along next to the trail, yeah. and we walked by, and there was a bee's nest in, the, in this fern, and we all... <laughs> I see, I see, I think your dad must have been a leader. Maybe you were a leader, I don't know. But I just remember seeing this, like, ow, ow, and you just start running. And then I walk by, and I'm like, I got hit a couple times, and I just start, we just, it was just really funny, kind of like this domino effect as we hit that spot. We just, <laughs> yep. we get hit and start running. But, yeah, luckily they were small ones. It wasn't too big of a deal. But Yeah, I actually um, have never been stung by a bee. Like, you've never been stung yeah, by a bee? I've never, Still, my whole, wow. yeah. 17 okay. years, I've well, never we'll been stung. we'll set them up. Yeah. Yeah, I got to you, you come to my <laughs> office. on wood first, I had, but... I got stung for you. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> one you. right outside my, my office door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been around my... plenty of them. I've just yeah. never actually been stung before. So yeah. I've heard my, I think my brother got, he stepped on one. I think I've heard that story before. Yeah, so. I've stepped on them before. Yeah, I've just <laughs> never been actual, actually stung. So That's the price we pay for mm-hmm. living in the outdoors. Or for, uh, yeah. Well, I grew up, if you have cows around, and you want to pay attention to where you're stepping yeah because they love the dried out um cow dung oh, they oh. Love the, i yes. thought you were just talking about stepping on step yeah. the cow no, um when i was oh, I, I was probably eight or nine years old we were out helping up in the forest um with some friends and trying to find their cows they were trying to move them from one spot to another and a bunch of us kids were with some adult i can't remember exactly but we were all walking down a path and and there was a, it was a cow path. I mean, you, know, you can tell like, the cows made the path, and they, you know, went to the bathroom where they, wherever they go, and and it dried out because it was so hot, and the bees actually made that into their nest, and we walked over oh, the top wow. of it, and yeah. then it came out from the ground. I can see how bees us. would like manure. It's it's I would think would be easy to make a hive out of. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, bees do like to use. Um, cow manure when it's dried is their new hives yeah mm-hmm. that's a dangerous combination let me tell you oh, yeah. <laughs> two things you don't, you don't want, want either one of them yeah, together they'd be even worse yeah so um, I should also mention for Rob I talked about your mom would oftentimes organize camp outs at like state park for us but there's been some years where we haven't done that so haven't been able to do it because it's, mainly we just don't I think think about it in time or we don't make reservations and so yeah, We've state used... parks are hard to get into. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm learning that right now with my trailer. Yeah, I, it, you got to be at least minimum is six months out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it if didn't used to nine, be that way. There's actually there's actually two state parks that you can't. I don't even know how you get into them. I'm actually trying to get my brother, my the one I went camping with, packing huge packs with. He now has a trailer, and um, he. Somehow or another, he, he ended up becoming a VIP person because he camps so much with his trailer. Oh, wow. 
And so he gets to be actually able to get into these camps before the nine months out thing. And this camp, if you don't have that, you cannot camp there from end of May until the end of September because every slot is booked. Wow. Well, you have, you just recently bought a trailer and you were saying how much, like, it's, well, and one, it's more comfortable, especially for your wife who's not a big camper, you said. But also, it's how nice it would be just to, like, it's pretty much loaded most of the time, right? It's loaded all the time. And you just have to, like, basically throw your clothes in there. Yeah, throw clothes in and back up my car, which is so much easier than the old days with the old trucks because I have a camera that just watches it right (laughs) up there. (laughs) My brother says I'm cheating. But um, I was like, nope, not cheating if you work smarter, not harder. It's technology. (laughs) It's technology. Mm -hmm. Take advantage um, of the technology. Why not? Yeah, and so our, our... And we just hook up and go and so yeah we're looking at some more places to go over the school year because both my wife and i are teachers so um you know we get a few places here and there and kind of go and stuff but yeah my whole family are all trailer people so now um for <laughs> trailer the, people that sounds funny well yeah <laughs> trailer for, people. for camping purposes yeah. um or hunting or it's to be outdoors it's just the, so much easier you know the older i get the more i can identify with that though because Man, it's hard for me to sleep on the ground at my age. It really is. It's not so much the sleeping on the ground. A lot of it's just the getting up in the morning. But Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to in a couple of days because I know that there's supposed to be a mattress or some type of pad on the right. ground. But I'm bringing an extra pad to put on yeah. top of that pad because I know I'm not going to be able to move because um, both of us are going to a Cub Scout camp right. in two days with our sons in the pack. And um, they do have tents and everything already there, but they will have a pad they call it a pad and being a boy scout and being Mm -hmm. in scouting as long as i have i know what a pad means it's just that you're not sleeping on the hard board it's not like a blanket that's been folded over once it's a little bit better than a blanket being folded over but not much better than that so yeah um so i went ahead and bought both my son and i uh, um some air mattresses that'll inflate on their own and oh that's good but i'm also looking into the future of scouts where my son and i will probably start doing more of the boy scout where there's more tent camping and stuff and so i got most of my stuff that i had you know got so old it fell apart after a while and and i used it so much i used it into the ground and so i'm now trying to like oh it's time to start getting more equipment back again yeah (laughs) so but yeah we've even done uh camp outs like when we haven't been able to get reservations we've done camp outs in our backyard i've got a pretty good sized backyard about a half acre. And so we've had family come over and pitch tents. We cook outside. We have a fire, basically like a, um, a campfire in our backyard. Now it's gas. No, we, well, we have the gas <laughs> one, but then we have the, we have the, we have like a regular campfire one too. And it's actually pretty nice because it's kind of the best of both worlds. We can still sit around the campfire. We cook outside. We eat outside. But we've got a refrigerator so the carton of eggs doesn't like disintegrate, which always drives me crazy. Uh, in the cooler, and I can sleep in my own bed, <laughs> which I know is maybe wait not minute, fair. Wait my, a minute. My wife still sleeps in the tent with the boys, but my back, and uh, like I said, at my age, man, if I've got a bed sitting there waiting for me, I'm probably not gonna not gonna sleep on a on an air mattress <laughs> if I don't have to. One thing I will say, they, I will say though that um, one thing that's really helped going camping is my wife and I always share like a queen air mattress or a double or whatever it is. And 
uh, when man, we we both toss and turn a lot. So when one of us rolls over, the other person goes like flying and and you know goes flying off the off the air mattress. We've gotten two twin mattresses, air mattresses now, and man, that has made a world of difference because now I can roll over and she doesn't feel it, or more importantly, she can roll over and I don't feel it. So because that would always wake me up, but that actually uh, helped a lot, made it a little less, a little more bearable, I think. But well, and so one of the things that I, yeah, we have a camp trailer, but it's allowed me to get my kids back outside. Yeah, um, with this generation, that's really. Um, Josh is on his phone right now. Right as now. a matter of fact, <laughs> He's, they're never they're never disconnected at all. Yeah, and, and but to be able to take your kids out and do things. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. Now we're Call racing. Them out right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> um, we should be doing this outside. But uh, yeah, it's great to be able to get out. And although I confess, I still take an iPad with a couple of videos downloaded. Mm-hmm. Just like one, like for one night, maybe we'll do a little treat where we'll snuggle up in the tent and watch an episode of a TV show or something. And I will admit that you know our trailer has a TV in it and it mm. plays movies and stuff, and so we're able to do that. But um, you know, my family also goes down to a lake and catches fish and stuff out of the lake, and we cook it up. And cool. so my kids have learned from being little that dinner came from the lake, mm-hmm. and they. They've watched their papa or their uncle or me or whoever. And, like, my son the last couple of years has been able to go out. And he actually, surprisingly, for being only eight years old, has the patience to be out there for two or three hours in a boat. Wow. Wow. Fishing. And um, my daughter, who's four, she can go. She kind of gives up on the whole fishing thing. (laughs) Yeah. She's more, Mommy, can I eat something? What about my fingers? Can I just lay here in the sun and get fingers? I'm like, okay, well. Like get fingers? What? Well, her, she wants her fingers painted. Oh, okay. And since right. they're in the mm. sun, floating on the boat. Oh, that's, a, that's they, a good way to kill the time, though. But mom's also fishing. So yeah. she's not getting her fingers mm. done. <laughs> <laughs> but, Does uh, your wife like to fish? Yeah, she really likes to fish. Does she? Yeah. Well, I mean, is she pretty outdoorsy? I, I didn't. She didn't strike me as. Depends on the outdoorsiness. Yeah. She actually. Um, if she has the like the trailer for a retreat, do you think? Yeah, that's the I mean, difference? like we stay in a cabin when yeah. we go to the lake and everything. Um, you know, she's not necessarily going to go and stay in a tent for a long time. Yeah. She, that's not going to happen. That's the difference um, between our wives. My wife loves to sleep in a tent, and a man. Yeah. I'm um, not not as keen as I used to be. Well, and like a couple of years ago, I went hunting for the first time in a while, and just because where my my family hunts is several hours away, and it takes more time up, and it's during the school year, and I was coaching football, and just a lot of stuff going on, so I wasn't doing it. So a couple of years I went, and it when my wife found out that I wore the same clothing for three days, <laughs> she a just kind of was like, don't touch me. Did she kind of like gag a little gag, bit? <laughs> yeah, past the point of gagging. And I go, you know, then you don't want to know half the stuff we used to do when I was in Scouts. Yeah. When we were account- you know, the whole thing about packing light, mm-hmm. you don't yeah. bring clothes. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to be changing clothes every day. And and some of the trips that I went on, um, especially like, like Philmont, that actual they told us don't change your clothes very often because 
you because we wash our clothes in detergents and stuff and that attracts mm. bears yeah. and cougars and stuff and our first night um out on the trail just um i don't know a couple campsites down uh, a scoutmaster got mauled by a bear in oh his my. tent and um so you know first time i ever learned that all of our food every night had to go up in a tree. Yeah. All of our packs could not be in our uh, tents, which was kind of odd because I grew up, you know, growing up here in the Northwest, your packs went in with your tent and no big deal. But down there, you change and you everything is outside, so none of the smells go into the tent with you. So at night, um, you know, just learned a lot of those things hmm. just on that. Where trip. was that? This was in New Mexico. Oh wow! At, at the Philmont wow. camp, um, um, we. When I was growing, we didn't have to worry so much about, you know, cougars and bears and wolves and stuff. Where now you you do in the Northwest because yeah, all those animals are coming back. Yeah. Um, well, there's yeah. also encroachment too from like humans moving you, out yes into territory. So we're seeing a lot more um, wildlife come into areas where they didn't used to be because yeah. they don't have all of the space that they used to have. Yeah. Mm, so, so yeah, because my brother works, and he's worked in the Department of Ed and not Ed, but agriculture and and doing stuff like that. And you know, and over the last twenty years, we have slowly helped things that we have as humans have disrupted in the Northwest. And so, but when as a kid, those things were gone, or mostly gone, or moved to very secure locations when you knew where they were, and it was a kind of a an eye opening at 13 years old to be in New Mexico hiking around. And the first thing they tell you, there's bears out there yeah. and you, you got to make sure you make noise and you got to not smell sweet. And you got to, I mean, all these little things that I'm, I'm a 13 year old kid away from home for the first time. And I'm like, uh, for the <laughs> I want to go 10, back inside. Yeah. <laughs> next 10 days I'm going to be out there, but it was great. Um, we just had to, learn the different rules of dealing with animals that way but yeah so i would like i'd like to get my kid into that more um he he would rather like today wanted to play his video games more than yeah. go outside in the sun yeah my kids as we speak i mean we have a big backyard as i said so they spend a fair amount of time outside playing in the yard which is great i mean they do watch probably too much tv and my kid is on the computer playing games more than he should be but it's 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 nice to see them actually outside and and you know you mentioned the bears um was <laughs> a joke and I'm not going to remember the joke all the way but but so um what's the best way to when you're hiking to ward off bears what's the best way yeah it's to be loud it's to be so wear a, like one was wear a bell and then I think also they don't like the smell of citrus so so like um um, lemon juice or something like that, carrying that or rubbing that on you, and then so do you know the do you know the easiest way to to if you see scat or manure on the road to t- tell if it's um, bear poop or not? There's a bell in it. There's a bell in it. It smells mm-hmm. like lemon. <laughs> was, uh, I can't remember the uh, exact uh, joke, uh, but it was something uh, along those lines. Uh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, but thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with uh, this? Yeah. Oh, Any, anyway, but. Yeah, any last thoughts on camping or kids in the outdoors? And like, we're kids, as Joe, as you alluded to, our kids are going to be at Cub Scout camp and you and I will be there. And my older kid went last year to the same camp and he 
actually it's a horse camp so they get to ride horses yeah my son's not so excited about that yeah well liam wasn't either last year he like he well, remember the, where I come from? He sees a horse three or four times a year. Oh, oh, like right, yeah. yeah you, because you come from <laughs> I come from Pendleton, so they have this third largest rodeo in the world, and we go to it every year. And so, so it's not that big a deal. It's not a, yeah. It's a has he ridden? Animal. Has he ridden a horse before? Um, he well, yes, but no. I mean, yes, but no, because my older brother had a horse. Yeah, and as a little, probably about one years old, we put him up there and held him up there but he doesn't remember ever yeah. being up there but he's so, been on one um but horses i guess they're going to also do some fishing if i recall and they'll get to pet some bunnies i remember liam loved that liam liam has got he's a warrior and so he was not so keen about the horses and uh but he liked fishing and he liked petting the bunnies and i guess there's a kid they'll do some canoeing yeah i think if i remember right as well so i'm looking forward to it be able to and because they're all at the bear rank they should be able to ride a horse yeah yeah Yeah, inside inside the corral not on a trail yeah right but yeah but that'll be so it'll be exciting i'm looking forward to it um and not only because i'm gonna miss two and a half days of work for it (laughs) but but i'll be good to get out and uh Especially spend spend some one on one time with with uh, one of my kids. It's good to do that. The firecracker. So the firecracker. We're yeah, ta- we're taking the gas we're and gonna, the firecracker together. <laughs> that's we're right. See we're how gonna, this works out. <laughs> the dynamite. This would be fun. The dynamite. Yeah, I don't know. Is your kid the dynamite? My I kids the gasoline. I don't know. It's, <laughs> but they, boy, together they sure are. Um, they are explosive. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, Josh, any last thoughts on on camping? No, um, I. Mm, yeah definitely family tradition that i love for sure yeah. i love going outdoors and hiking and especially climbing on rocks is something i really enjoy doing yeah. for sure but uh i hope to definitely go more into that i want there was a summer camp i remember going to called drift creek where when i was went in like I oh think yeah. I was in fourth grade or something i was i went there and that was a lot of fun there was a lot of a great experience. Uh, most memorably was they had like an they have like a one of their traditions is capture the flag. So they have this oh, around yeah. this big, big lot where they have their the whole setup. You can just go around and like you just has this big game of capture the flag with like everybody is playing at the same time. So remember like jumping over logs to go try and get the get the flag and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. That's pretty cool. People were chasing you. So. You know, I think one of my favorite aspects, Rob, when when our families go camping is is the games. We end up playing a lot of games. Sometimes it's card games around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, all, you know, sometimes it's more physical games like you're talking about, Josh. But um, I remember one year, was it a few years ago? It was during the Summer Olympics. And we realized, <laughs> oh, yeah. and your family is a huge, huge fan of the Olympics. I mean, I guess mine is too, but, but uh, I know you guys kind of... Uh, is like, especially like your dad and your mom and Andrea is the same way. I think kind of like glued to the TV during all of the Olympics. Mm. But I remember one year we were camping and we realized we're going to miss the Olympics, either the opening or the closing ceremonies. I can't remember which. So we decided to do our own version of the Olympics. So each person was uh, tasked with coming up with their own country, making up their own country, uh, details on the country. And then, we did board games and things like that to compete, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun. And and Liam, I remember he was writing. He made an Olympic sign with the five rings, but he misspelled Olympics, 
uh, and he left off the L and he used an M, so it became the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. And we still refer to the Olympics, and uh, Olympics that was a cool. lot of fun. So we try mm-hmm. to do that's another, I think, a big aspect of being outside. Joe, you're talking about unplugging. You kind of have no choice to unplug, and so you end up being a lot more creative, you know, with and and doing things, you know, like games and backgammon is a big one. Uh, on our camp trips, uh, Mastermind is another one that always oh, comes yeah. out at our totally camp. Mastermind for sure. Yeah. So dominoes. Well, actually, I don't know if we've done. We'll have to do. We just picked up dominoes recently. I mm-hmm. think. So the kids we'll definitely play that for sure. Yeah. yeah. So and then apples to apples. So anyway, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, uh, thanks for sitting in, Joe, and thanks for sitting in, Josh. Of Good to have you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys are welcome back anytime. Um, it has been been fun to talk about kids in the outdoors and and camping and hopefully that uh if you have kids of your own you'll be able to get out you folks out there get out and do some camping or at least get out and do a day hike or something and get outside it's really important and it really sometimes i have to be drug to go outside not drugged but i have to be <laughs> dragged, dragged <laughs> to go outside <laughs> and uh but you know it's funny when i do i always have a good time so I always tell my wife, remind me that the last time I said I had a good time because sometimes I feel kind of lazy and I could be one of those people that could just sit at home and watch TV if I really didn't have somebody pushing me. So, but I think that's going to do it. Um, Again, if you'd like to reach out and tell your stories about camping uh, with your family or uh, with uh, just what you like to do to get outside and enjoy the outdoors. You can reach us at pwgupodcast at gmail.com or you can reach us on Twitter at pwgupodcast. And if you want to leave us a five-star review like MT Chica did, we'd be happy to happy to hear what you have to say. And we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast like we did for MT Chica, her, I'm assuming. So uh, thanks very much, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody.